Greetings, sentient beings. It's that time of the week. Yes, it is our wrestling roundup. We got Rampage. We have Impact. We have New Japan G1 Climax and much other news. Plus, a bad wrestler coming back? Who knows? This is Total Spot Fest. Right, welcome to, welcome back to Total Spot Fest. I am JJ Brownlee, he is Jamie Faulkner. We are coming back at you in our typical black wrestling shirts here, just like the marks that we are. Mine's so. not a wrestling shirt, it's the, uh, the touche, I, I'm sorry, I see a black shirt with white on it, I think wrestling shirt, uh, that's why. Right, right. <laughs> mine, mine most definitely is. I got, finally came in the mail over the weekend here, got, got my got my Ruby Soho shirt for those of you listening, hey Ruby, so I'm super happy, I've been, I've been sleeping in it, cuddling, no I haven't, I, but it's, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for joining us, I'm the stop right there, I don't know where I'm going. I think so. we all knew where you were going there. Hey, all right. So, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit a comment down below. Join the conversation. Give a like button. Press while you're down there. And if you want to hear more, of course, the subscribe is available for you. If you are listening to us on your favorite podcast provider, you can join the conversation with us on Twitter at Total Spot Fest. Be sure to check out our brand new website. It's been up for a week. All the kinks have been ironed out. I believe. It is www.totalspotfest.com. Visit the merch table and get your own obligatory black pro wrestling t-shirt. You know what I'm talking about? Go to our website. Check it out. It's funny. I like it. Or if, you, or right. if you're into hashtag heel shit, we got you there too. We do. We do. Speaking of heel shit, though, so we have a special show next week coming up here so uh we did a interview uh most recently with the inspiration behind heel shit see what i did there <laughs> <That's>, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, i'm, I'm pulling back all my journal I, I studied journalism briefly I mean, in college i mean I'm wait up- i'm like wait 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 we got cassie lee and jessica <laughs> mckay what <laughs> No, Jamie's not a puddle. We didn't yet, but uh, you got to do the whole bait and switch. So, woo, you know. No, uh, the inspiration behind heel shit. Uh, Hoodie Howlett, Anaya, the Howlets. It's fan fucking tastic. Um, next Tuesday is coming out, so we'll give you guys plenty of notice there. Check it is coming out. Uh, if you want, go get yourself a heel shit shirt, just the same. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only got for that, so all right. And, the, uh, and this interview is not for the faint of heart. So, if you do not like curse mm-hmm. words, you should still listen to it. But you know, if you don't, yeah. just be prepared. They're coming. Be prepared. They're flying. <laughs> Alice, don't give a fuck. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a good time. That was a good time. So we'll well, I'll be including next week's uh, next week's Tuesday podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Hear me. How was your? You were off work. You had a long weekend. How was your weekend, man? Very, very, very busy. We didn't have homecoming or anything like that, but we had softball tournaments. We had soccer games. We had softball practice and soccer practice. And we had dentist trips. And yeah, I was living the dad <laughs> life, hardcore dad life. Wow. But no wrestling. Hey, here- so it was, was kind of nice to have a little break. A little bit of break from this, but yeah, it's interesting because it's like, oh, you had a day off. Oh, that's been great. I have a three day weekend, and it's like, I think you did more work actually not being at work. Hundred percent. So, 
I had, I had, a, I had a fun weekend. It was, I had some wrestling, of course, um, because you know I don't, I don't have that hashtag dad life going on. Thank God. <laughs> thank you, Jeebus. No, I had a um, so Thursday. I had, I had a buddy in town. We were hanging out, and then Saturday night, uh, the St. Louis Blues, uh, my favorite hockey team, uh, was in town for preseason game against uh, the Devil Spawn. I mean, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, and the Independence uh, Event Center, where we're going to be in less than a month for uh, all for AEW Dynamite. But uh, it was a jam-packed arena. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, my first real, no offense to the Kansas City Mavericks, minor league team here, uh, is my first real hockey game since before the pandemic. So it felt great. I was back in my atmosphere, and oh, it was fantastic. So... Um, yeah, well, there was wrestling that happened this weekend. Yes, there was. Before we get to that, a uh, quick little note. Yesterday was supposed to be the day when Journey Pro's tickets for Freaks Come Out at Night, uh, which is happening on the 29th of this month, was where they were supposed to go on sale. And Walter then, of course, uh, sometime early this last weekend, said that his wife was taking him a trip and for foreboding him from using the internets. So Good for him. Good for it, her. It, good for her. Yes, good for her. For sure. She, uh, so, so, tickets got pushed back. They're going on sale actually tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So, yeah, you missed it. You forgot about it. You're still good. Tickets on sale tomorrow, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central. Be on the lookout for that. Side note, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Twitter uh, gave us a little reminder. Our friends over in St. Louis Anarchy had a tweet that happened yesterday that one Mr. Jeremy Wyatt. Oh, we have a visitor. Look at that. Yeah, hi. <laughs> she's done this a and lot today. Sorry. She's, she's, she's warming up to you. That's Jamie's cat, for those of you listening, hopped up into onto the desk there. Uh, she's warmed up to you, apparently, huh? Very much so. And and she seems to think that she needs to paw at the um, monitors, which she still has her claws, so it's a little uh, little scary. <laughs> well, the company, it's company property. We'll get you a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, one Mr. Jeremy Wyatt, uh, as of yesterday, the 4th of October, celebrated... His third year anniversary of becoming crowned the St. Louis Anarchy Gateway Heritage Champion. Three year run. I mean, I love him, but that's a long time. That's a long time. And they, if they're not building up for a massive Gary J, Jeremy Wyatt three blow off somehow, some way, I don't know what we're even doing here. Right. Because. <laughs> It's got to happen. There's got to be a winner. And it's got to be Gary Congratulations Jay. to our favorite Lion-themed uh, wrestler, uh, Mr. Jeremy Wyatt. You know, he should, because, you know, at, at the Freaks Come Out at Night, it's right around Halloween, and they want us to dress up. He should definitely come with somebody who does a goddamn lion tamer. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he is the monarch. It is a regal move. You, you, you didn't think him you getting a response was going to make him stop, did you, Jeremy? I mean, it's not. Oh no, it's, it's a, 
you just you just fed the bear. Jamie Jamie will not stop till he sees a lion tamer. Then he'll probably switch to just another wrestler and beg for a lion tamer yeah, some yeah. more. Then <laughs> you're safe, unless you put it into your repertoire completely, and then I I can see it every time you wrestle. Nope, I, I won't I won't stop. I'm. St- I'm still hankering for the fake out. I want him or somebody. Dallas said he was going to do it, but he's a liar. And, you know, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Jamie. And then pull it, pull it away. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, congrats to, to the Monarch. Three-year reign there. So uh, there was wrestling to be had over the weekend. I know Jamie had took a little break from it. He had family time, so took a little step back, right? Mm-hmm. And you were getting a little wrestling overload. Let's be fair. Yeah. You know, we were going hot and heavy there for a good good chunk all right yeah there's a four-week span where we saw what seven live shows <laughs> uh, a lot now you know built around us going to chicago for a long weekend you know of course yeah but still a lot but i did i did watch wrestling this weekend so friday night was aw rampage and this was i mean i will call it it was a lighter episode of rampage you know once again they all can't be bangers. You, you, we talked about this with Dynamite, you know, months back. That you can't put the bar up here get, and keep hitting it. You never, you're never gonna get there. You got it. You got You got to lower that bar a little bit because of reality's sake, right? Yeah. Can't go breakneck. So this was a little bit light, and I, I say that even as they opened with Brian Danielson's second match in AEW. <laughs> uh, yeah. It opened with Danielson versus Nick Jackson, which is just as good as a match as you can imagine. It was. It was very good. Uh, there was a there was a, there was a spot in the match that did occur on the apron, and did you know that that's the hardest part of the ring? I did not know that. Well, it's actually not. Oh, Excalibur was very adamant about that. That is the second hardest part of the ring. The first hardest, of course, being the ring post. <laughs> they were just used before they moved to the, the anyway, but. Uh, that that was my well that was my number one note here was that he made mention it's the second hardest part of the ring because it's it's almost like a fuck you to the entire like wrestling co- community you know JR. commentary Jr. It's the hardest part <laughs> well, of the ring. Jr. and everybody else. Michael Cole's the worst. You know that that that's that's a standalone statement, but still. Uh, regardless, this was, this was a fa- this is a fun ass match to watch. Uh, Danielson did, of course, get the win. Got it via cattle mutilation. So <laughs> love it. <laughs> Such a great thing. name. My 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 buddy, my fraternity brother Alex. What's up, Alex? You're listening to us now, man. He actually texted me about that. He goes, "Win via cattle mutilation." So if you have if you have not heard, go back and listen to one of our uh, one of our episodes uh, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about that great story about Daniel Bryan using that for years in the Indies and ROH, and not knowing it was called a cattle mutilation. Fantastic, story. and he's vegan. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best part of it. It's that's irony be- that 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 is that's that's the cherry on top for sure. So you had, you had a bunch of promos tonight too. So you had Ricky Starks promo against Brian Cage because they can't let Brian Cage move on. Apparently, I don't know what the fuck. Um, he's a, he's injured right now. As a matter of fact, oh. Cage is uh, he jacked up his elbow or something? Yeah. Oh. And his wife's talking all this crap, and he's hurt. His wife's a very headstrong woman. I would not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not a serious injury. He's not going to be out for like months. Oh, okay, okay, okay he, good. He's, he is. He is a little bit hurt, but 
it's time to move him on. You know, and then you get a quick CM Punk promo. Then you had the triple threat match between Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa. And it, it definitely was good for Jade. Jade got the win in this, by the way. So it was an easier way for her to win because there were parts in this where she was going off and you could tell that she's still a little green in spots, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that it really shows, like you can hide some of that you hide it a lot when you're doing these squash matches. You could definitely hide it in something like a battle royal, right? The instinctive triple threat is you have two people square off for a good portion of the match. You just keep switching who that people are, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on what it is, you you know, if you have somebody like they did on Impact this week, which I'll talk about later, you can have just ridiculous triple spots for 15 minutes, but. You know, so you definitely got to see some of her greenness show up a little bit from here and there. But she, but it overall was it was it was it was good for her to get there. Uh, they progressed the storyline too because they had Jade win, not clean. Uh, there was a uh, well, what did she do? It was uh, Nyla Rose went up was got was on. There's a table set up outside, and Nyla Rose was on the um. The things that you climb. Hello, turnbuckles. Those are words. <laughs> I can't. I words, man. Yeah, she's on the turnbuckles on the outside of them, and then I don't know why, but she was. And so Thunder Rosa got there and kind of hit her, distracted her, and then power bombed her from the turnbuckles onto the table on the outside. Looked great. Hmm. Which then Jade came from across the other side of the ring and pulled her Thunder Rosa into the ring and beat her with a chair that Mark Sterling threw her. The chair shots were not crisp, so that's where I say there's still some greenness to her, but she didn't win clean, so still keeping it open. Like we still believe Thunder Rosa's Thunder Rosa's the one, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Malachi Brack promo after that, which was just really good. He just you know just digging into Cody Rhodes and you know, uh, and, you know, like what are you even doing? I've just decimated your family and all that stuff. Um, then you did not have a you did not have a uh, Arn Anderson NRA promo that he wasn't featured at all. They <laughs> take clear of that. There's a, there's a wrestling game out there you can get. I think it's available on PC. I think there's all sorts of mods you can add to it. Mm-hmm. And almost immediately after Dynamite last week, they put a mod in there with an Arn Anderson character where his finishers all involve him and two guns. Yep, <laughs> shooting shooting them shooting them with his Glock. <laughs> splattering their so brain good. everywhere man the arn anderson memes are amazing right now they are so good so good if you haven't go look them up arn anderson himself has a t-shirt now where the r is a, is a is a pistol <laughs> came out the very next day They're like yeah fuck it we're gonna roll with this right uh then you got a preview or they laid out okay so on Dynamite, they're doing the casino ladder match. It's the first time it's been done on TV. It's always been done at a pay-per-view before. And they laid out four of... There's going to be six people plus a Joker. And they laid out the first four. Pac, Andrade, Moxley, and Lance Archer. Mm. They came back later on after the, after the main event. And they put Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy in there as well. So those are your six combatants, plus there will be a Joker surprise. Ooh, who do you think so, it is? Everybody's, I mean, the, the top speculation is Hangman, by far. 
And it makes sense because, you know, that lines up for full gear, right? That gives him a chance to get the title shot because the stipulation was if he if the Dark Order lost to the Elite in the Elimination 10-man tag, that no title shot for Hangman. Yep. This negates that. And there's there's other ways they can go. I know Leo Rush was, you know, he's confirmed he's he's, he's all he signed with all elite now mm-hmm. um there's other people that are out there you could have a surprise buddy murphy's teasing it with the, the joker card emoji on twitter which almost tells me it's definitely not him yes. right you know so i think that it's hangman i think that's why it's hangman because that that circumvents that and with the dark order being back together again he can be back and not be back with the Dark Order, but he can be there because they're good and they're all on the same page and they can let him do his thing mm-hmm. and come in at the right time and celebrate with him when he wins. That's what I believe. I don't think you I don't think you put Danielson in there. You don't need to. Mm-mm. You don't need to put Punk in there. He doesn't need it, right? Cole, maybe. Yeah. But then again, the winner gets a AEW title shot. So mm-hmm. You want that after Hangman. You want... That's down the road. That's when you're going to have Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen come in, right? Mm -hmm. That's when you want the the Cole-Hangman feud. Because that goes perfectly with storyline. So, that's my thought. You have any thoughts on who it would be? Hangman makes so much damn sense. It it, it does. But it hurts. Like Like, it almost feels like it makes too much sense. And every time I think something makes too much sense... (laughs) AEW <laughs> just does a swerve, which I appreciate. Um, the only time that they haven't done that was Ruby Soho. Like, that one just made too much damn sense. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was perfect. Yeah, it was. Hi, Ruby. Um, hey, Ru- hey, Ruby. But, you know, if it's not Hangman, I really don't know who they put in there. Well, there's... Okay, so the internet has been doing the internet things, right? Of course. And... They there has been said Jay White and well I don't Jay White is one and number two I don't really buy but Osprey. Oh my god, if it was Osprey, I would lose my ever loving mind. I would I would too. Him, He's in England. Him in a ladder match. He he was just in the United States. He was just Arch, in a strong Arch. match a strong match uh for strong. Was he? Yeah, he's in he's in the U.S. Oh, that's right. They just they, 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 was it the 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 Dallas shootings? Yeah, or? Dallas shootings. Jesus. Oh, oh that's bad. Oh, wow. So, sorry, Candy family. All right, and other. And, well, okay. Moving okay, on quickly. Um, quickly. How about the Bears? Huh? <laughs> How about the Bears, everybody? <laughs> I'd rather talk about the Bears and Steelers. God damn. Mm. Uh, At least hey, I got some, the meme you sent me. By the way, thank you. Yeah. Nacho okay. year. <laughs> I know. I said last week, I, we we are a bad football team. It's because we didn't plan for the future. Kevin Colbert, you son of a bitch. Um, I'm not blaming anybody. That's all right. Uh, we didn't plan for a defense. You're all good. Nah, I know. At least you got, you got, hey, you got to have a football team. Right, we do too. We just, not talking Your about Your defense so, and our offense. We would be 16 0 oh, that, that, people that'd be, out. That'd be unstoppable team. That, That'd be that'd be the um, that that'd be the that'd be the Notre Dame of the forties, you know. No one would beat them. It'd be insane. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, you know, here's the thing. It's like Osprey seems too perfect, right? And that's something that I think that 
I think you will see that happen. He's already teased AEW. Mm-hmm. I've already teased it at that. I think that's a thing, though, that you wait and build for. A, like you've had so much new and all this stuff. I think that's a thing that you put in your back burner until the perfect time, right? Happen now would be fantastic. If it happened like a year from now or like next all out, look out, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my thought. Jay White to me makes sense because Jay White is doing things, you know, in America already. He's been he's been on impact. I don't know if he's currently in America or not. Honestly, I don't know. But um I think he is because he was at the strong tapings as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes more sense to me. And here's the thing. They don't have to win it. This doesn't have to be the end, you know, full gear opponent either. I never said it was for full gear. You just get a title shot in the future, right? Mm -hmm. So you could do Archer. Gets Archer out, you know, something different. You could do Moxley. That'd be cool, right? You could do Orange Cassidy again. That's good ratings, you know? I mean, I don't know. But my heart is with Hagman, and I think that when I think more about it, I think it just makes sense, but let us know what you guys think. Is there another name we're not thinking of? Are we, are we too on the nose with Hangman? Because that's pretty on the fucking nose, let's be honest. If, um, if it's not Hangman, I feel like I'll be disappointed. Yeah, even if it is like a good like debut or something, you know? I think the only... Let's say it's Buddy. Let's just say it's Buddy for sake of for shit. It's a game. I'd be disappointed. Right? If it's Osprey, Osprey would be the only one, legit, the only one I wouldn't be disappointed to see. I would even be disappointed if I saw Jay White, and I love Jay White. Really? Okay. Hmm. Because there's no story to it? Exactly. He's just appearing. Right. Whereas Osprey's laid the groundwork, so there's story there. Yeah. So, like, my thing is this. Okay. It's got to be Hangman, and then Hangman's got to beat Omega. Then Omega and Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, Brian Danielson will have their their rematch at that point, because there ain't no rematch. Two rematches. Yeah. Two rematches, I bet you. Yeah, yeah, So then they go at it, you know, and they will do an Iron Man match. Guarantee. I'm calling that shit out now. Mark it down. Brian Danielson, <laughs> Kenny Omega, Iron Man match. Happening. So don't know when, don't know when, but that's revolution. It. Yeah, I'm going with revolution. But then after that, Omega is going to get his big head again, and then that's going to finally, finally give us the payoff of Cole Omega. That is the long term play this motherfucker wants to see. Like you want to talk about long term? We're talking what six years, six <laughs> seven years, years long term, two, three promotions ago. <laughs> right right that is the textbook epitome of long-term booking there if i've ever heard one so i mean that's why right, well you that's guys why uh, adam cole got drugged in the first place i i know died. that's why they killed him yes i i think that if you if you look okay we could talk about this for hours we're not we're not getting on the fancy boogie island quite yet but you guys let us know down below do you think it's going to be hangman too he's gonna be anybody else let us know. Give us a tweet if, you, if you're not watching on YouTube at Total Spot Fest. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, Orange Cassidy, Jack Evans, hair versus hair match. Cassidy won. Uh, they shaved his head. Uh, the 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 HFO came out to try and stop it, and uh, the rest of the, the best friends kind of came out through the sideway and stopped them. Met by the Dark Order, and Hardy, for the greater good, backed up. It's not worth the fight, right? So... 
they they cut his hair and they shaved off the side of his head. Mm-hmm. So I think he might have one of those like bohawk, you know, situation things going on I here. They didn't go straight bald on him, or they might just go straight bald on him. Who knows? But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that was that was that was rampage. Pretty good. How did uh how did that translate to numbers? Is what I want to know because you have the numbers handy, I, don't you? I do, I do, I really do. So, <laughs> one of my catchphrases. I'm not going to watch that movie just for that reason. I'm not just just for that reason. I'm not going to watch the movie. Oh, so never going to never. Though. I probably will watch that movie some point in time. All right. So, it was a rough week for, for wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Really rough. Only one show, one, went up in ratings. And it wasn't the one I was expecting, just to be honest with you. From all the okay. shows, this is the one I was not expecting. Mainly because I don't watch it. That's any <laughs> kind of spoiler for you. Spoiler. So, it wasn't the juggernaut known as Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw went down to 1.709. That's down from 1.722. So, not exactly a huge loss. Still, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they suck. There's a reason there's tension between USA executives and WWE. 100%. And then NXT was almost down to 100,000 people. Wow. When they're only drawing 746 the week before and they drew 655 this week, that's a big piece. That's a big amount. And then subsequently, AEW did drop 100,000. But since their numbers were higher, it was less impactful because they were at 1.152 million compared to the 1.273. They were still the number one show on cable TV on Wednesday. Again. Still top the demo, too. Top of the demo. They were at a little bit below the demo on Raw. Raw was 0.48. They're at 0.45. So there you go. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when hockey debuts. The first two weeks that hockey is is live, middle of the month here, they're on Saturday Dynamites. Mm -hmm. After that, that was what I'm interested to see. Especially because it's the same network family. (laughs) Yeah. Will they just not care? Like, oh, who cares? We're getting them on one or the other. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, it'll be very, very interesting there. Impact went down slightly. They were the okay. the smallest of the losers, if you will. They were at 117. They went down to 115. So 2,000 people. That's it. Oh, okay. That's not that's not bad. Minor. Very, very, still need very a be- minor. St- still need a better TV deal. And we're going to say that every week until they get one. Yes, 100%. Because it's a good product, actually, every, ladies and gentlemen. Good product. SmackDown went up. The only one. Because of the damn draft. Too, I bet. Yep. WWE draft. It's the Highlander. There can only be one, I guess. And this was the one. <laughs> and they went up to 2.120, up from 2.090. So a cool 30,000 people. Still not a big number. I mean, it's a big. It's the biggest number of any show. Yeah, 100%. Not what Fox was looking for, though. Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. So Rampage okay. went down slightly again. Okay. So Ramp. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze, y'all. Okay. So Rampage went down slightly. 
They were at 640. They went down to 622. Still think this is a terrible time slot for them. Oh, it is. If they just move back one hour, just one hour, I think it, they would see increase. Yes, they'd be going head-to-head with the final hour of SmackDown, but the proof has been in the pudding that SmackDown's most of their viewers are in that first hour. And to be to be fair, it's network versus cable. I don't think that it, I don't believe this constitutes you know a, a going fr- going head to head. You know, not really. I really don't. And if it does, great. We know who's going to win that. The better product, right? I don't know. Uh, so the time slot is terrible. I don't know if they. I don't know if they care though. I mean, they're doing decent enough that it's like, eh, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I would like to see. I would really like to see one hour, or they change their day. Rampage might be better. As I don't know if a Saturday night type thing would do because I mean they have pay per views on Saturday nights, um, Thursday, but then they'd be going head to head with their buddies, the Impact, and they don't necessarily want to. Right. Do that. But Impact's only an hour, right? Or is it two hours now? Oh, Impact's two hours. Is it two hours now? Two hours. It's an hour and 20, hour and 30 if you watch it on the YouTube like I do. I mean, they should do six to eight and do oh, eight to oh. ten. There you go. Boom, boom. I mean, I don't I don't hate the idea of a Saturday Night Dynamite either. A Saturday Night Rampage. I mean, they're doing Saturday Night Dynamites here coming up here in a few weeks. Yeah, why not just do a Rampage out of it? I don't know. I think I think you get at least seven hundred thousand people out of that. I know you're going up against college football and then potentially, you know, other sports and things. I don't know. Friday night at ten o'clock, nine nine central is not a great time slot for anything. Well, and I think one of the big things, and hence hence why also full uh, full gear got moved, was because. The cons are really good friends with Dana White and all them, and they're big wrestling or UFC and boxing fans, and they don't want to go head to head with that. Like they they right. know that their fan base is probably gonna watch that, so that would be the other shoe for that, I guess. The other the other caveat, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you make it floating then? If because if you're if you're gonna start doing that for the. I don't think there's a good answer for it, to be honest with you. Either you have not the most desirable time slot, or you go up against somebody, friend or foe. Mm-hmm. Whether that be mo- go up against SmackDown, with all things considered being equal, that probably would be the path of least resistance, because it's not going up against Impact, which they have a relationship. It's not going up against, you know, pay-per-views from their, you know, friends' companies, mm-hmm. and potentially theirs. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I know that I know that you know like Bound for Glory has moved itself to accommodate. Well, I don't know if that's why, but you know Bound for Glory is happening after the Friday night, uh, Saturday night uh, Dynamite that's happening on the twenty third. Mm-hmm. So maybe you do an hour and a half. How about this? Maybe you do an hour and a half of Impact Wrestling on TNT, followed by an hour and a half of rampage i'd rather see it the other way around you, and i bet AEW how about the same. how about you don't i'm just oh i'm just saying you've already got that relationship with them help them get onto your tv network so you can really tie into that and you guys really become sister products and at that point cool whatever right but then you mm-hmm. have thursday night you do impact and a little bit of rampage 
all in the same breath. And it would help both out for ratings, I think. I don't know. That, that maybe Impact doesn't want to be that tied. There was, remember, there was the rumors before that there was heat between Handsome and uh, Tony Khan. So. Yeah, I don't know. They're cool now, from what I've heard, but at the beginning, there was apparently heat between them. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I wonder if it was do that Sammy Guevara thing. I don't know. I think it's pre Sammy. I think it was Sammy Guevara along with, you know, because I heard that Sammy Guevara thing was blown out of proportion by the internet. Oh, 100%. But. I think I think it was a little bit too when they were starting and they were pulling people over from Impact as well, you know. Mm, so fair. It, it, you're, you're the new kid on the block. You whatever. I don't know. It, whatever. There, there's 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 a solution there, or you just run it as it is. And you know, sometimes you get 750, sometimes you get 600. I'm, or nothing. Uh, or Impact goes on one of Turner's sister networks because Turner's got more than just TBS and TNT. It would be it would be a better it would be a better run for everybody if if they would if they if Tony Khan works some magic and get impact on the Warner Media one way or another mm-hmm. better network than Axis they would they would get better numbers on a better network period end of sentence right if they got to adjust some stuff and we can play some things around cool shit if you move to 10 o'clock nine central on thursday that's a better time slot than on friday yeah in friday at 10 o'clock that people are going out you know that's that's not a great time to have no negative ghostwriter so well all right well that's numbers for the week good to know mm-hmm. uh you you have some updates from new japan for us too i do um we have quite a few days or nights if you will to cover on the g1 climax nights so we were last did you ever find night three or is it no, just, lo- just gone. Gone. dust in the wind yeah <laughs> fuck that night it's gone it's gone <laughs> so we we last left you guys at night five so we will start at okay. uh, night six so night six was the A block, I believe. Where is evil? No, B block. Sorry, B block. It was B block. So this one, we'll just start at the top here. Evil won against Tai Chi. So evil is undefeated, ladies and gentlemen. Just want to throw that one out there. It sounds like somebody called that uh, from the very start about him definitely uh, moving forward. I don't, I don't know who that was. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know either. Um, <laughs> Sonata beat Chase Owens. Okay. Jeff Cobb also won defeated, ladies and gentlemen. Ver, oh, uh, defeated uh, Hiroki Gato. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Tamatanga. Not shocked by that okay. one at all. No, not at all. And then Okada beat Yoshihashi. Okay. So good. That makes sense. Good round there. So right now in A block, or sorry, B block. We're in B block. Okada's three and O. Jeff Cobb's three and O. You said A block. Oh, sorry, B block. This is B block. Okay. B All block. Right. Sorry. <laughs> so Okada's got six points three and Jeff Cobb's got six points three and Tai Chi's got four. Evil's got four. So Evil did go two and one. I, we missed one of his. I apologize. Must have been that oh, fictitious okay. night three. Um, 
Sonata's got four. Tanahashi's got four. Tamatanga's got two. And then Yoshihashi, Hiroki Gato, and Chase Owens are all over. So okay. that is night six. So let's go to night seven. And we are back at A Block. And we have Tamahiro Ishii defeating Tongaloa. Not surprised there either. Mm-hmm. Great Okan lost to Zack Saber Jr. Ooh, Zack Saber coming up, Adam. <laughs> then Abushi beat Toro Yano, shocker. Okay. And then Kenta lost to Shingo Takagi. Not surprised by that okay. one either. Mm, yeah, not all. So here are our standings as of right now in the A block. Great Okan and Zack Saber Jr. are tied with eight points. So Great Okan's four and one. Zack Saber is got four and zero. Oh, but uh, Great Okan was supposed to wrestle Tetsuya Nato at this point, so he's already got his two points. So that's why Zack. Okay, that's why. That's why there's an extra match in there. Yep. I'm like. And is the A block a, a night ahead of the B block? Yes. Because, okay. A starts first. Right. And then gotcha. Toro Yanu, Kenta, Shingo Takagi, Kota Ibushi all have six points. The, Jesus Christ. The big difference is out of these guys, Shingo Takagi's three and one, and all the rest of them are three and two because they have all had their buy essentially from Tetsuya. So Nato. they've got their. Okay. All right. Then you have two guys with four. And that is uh, Yujiro Takahashi and Tamahiro Ishii. Both of them have four. Takahashi is two and two. Ishii is two and three. So he's had his buy as well. And without his buy, okay. he is one and three. Tongaloa is only one and three. His only win is the buy. <laughs> um, and then Tetsuya Nato is 0 and 9, obviously. So that is the official. Oh, of Numbers from night seven. So now let's go to night eight. So many nights. Yes. <laughs> so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jeff Cobb beat Tamatanga. Not surprised there. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Evil defeated Chase Owens. Not surprised there. No surprise there. Yoshihashi beat Taichi. Mm, they were on okay. the feed list. All right. Okada beat Gato, not surprised there. No. And Tanahashi beat Sonata, not surprised there. A lot of chalk in that, a lot of chalk in that uh, column. So right now, you have Jeff Cobb and Okada at eight, Evil uh, Tanahashi at six, Taichi and Sonata at four, and Tamatanga and Yoshihashi both at two, and Gato and Chase Owens are still over. <clears throat> so then we finally get to night. Nine night ten is happening tomorrow, or night. tonight I should say. So this one, we have an upset, big time upset. Honestly, Kenta defeated Great Okan, who is tied for Ooh. the lead. So that's a big one. Little little bolt club versus uh, UE right there, mm-hmm. and then Tonga Loa defeated Yujiro Takahashi. Okay. Yeah, so Tongaloa's got him a win. Got him on the board. Then here you go. Tamiro Ishii defeated Zack Sabre Jr. That's a surprise. I want to see that match. So do I. (laughs) And Ibushi beat Takagi. Okay. So your standings now in B-Block. 
Well, that's getting muddled up. Oh, my it? God. This one's crazy. Great Ocon, Zack Sabre Jr., Kenta, and Kota Ibushi all have eight points. <laughs> oh, wow. Then you have three guys with six. You have Toro Yanu, Tamiro Ishii, Shingo Takagi, all with six points. And then you have Ta- uh, Takahashi and Tangaloa, both with four points, respectively. <sighs> We're almost done. I mean... <laughs> so you have night 10 coming and night 10 um i have the preview i just had back to the b block right um yes yeah, so your preview for b block will be um okada sonata da, 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 da. of course they want to give me words instead of just who's facing who I hate you. <laughs> I appreciate New Japan's website on so many levels, other than they feel like they have to storytell everything. And so just tell me who faces who. Oh, I know. I know exactly what you mean. All right. So 10, 14, 10, 12, 10, 8. Okay. So the next night is 10, 8. And that's coming up. Evil will face Tanahashi. Um,. Taichi will face Okada. Gato will face Chase Owen, so we will have a winner out of that one. Yoshihashi will t- uh, face Tama, uh, blah, blah, blah. Tama Tonga. And Sonata will face Jeff Cobb. So there you have it. That is the card for the next show. And you said that's on 10 8. 10 8 Friday. Okay. Friday, so Friday. <laughs> Gotta get down on Friday. You're welcome. I don't know what I'm doing. You are welcome. Cool. All right. Well, lots of G1 happening, and then so lots that, of G1 I happening. Mean, it's it, it it's a it's a big thing. So good stuff there. Some matches I really love to see too. So mm-hmm. well, we'll we'll make sure to give you more updates for that. Uh, there's actually more stuff happening this weekend I did want to make mention of. So, uh, first of all, like I said, um, you know, coming up end of the month is going to be Journey Pro Show. There's also been announced the other promotion in Kansas City here, uh, Global Wrestling Federation. They actually announced their next show as well. So, it is, oh, excuse me. Dynamic Wrestling Federation. Dynamic Wrestling Federation. You can't tell I'm looking at three things at once here. I'm getting things crossed. Dynamic Wrestling Federation announced their next show as well. Uh, Their next show is going to be on... uh, I literally had it here a minute ago, and now I don't know where it is. Uh, It's going to be in November. I know that. So they're doing every other month. So they're going to be, uh, November is their next show. I want to say it's like the uh, upcoming events here. I'm super prepared for this, aren't I? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be November the 13th. Yes. November 13th. Tickets go on sale Thursday. So, uh, this is a pre-sale if you subscribe to their newsletter to go on sale Thursday. 
general public tickets go on sale this coming Friday. They're revamping how they do their seating as well. So before they did, remember how they used to do it at the NWL, where you'd buy the front row, was it the first two rows, and you had the second section, and then you had generals, everything else behind yeah. it? They're getting rid of that. They're doing the front row. So if you want to sit in the front row, you pay five bucks extra, I think it is, for those tickets. Yeah. And then behind it is going to be all GA, all one price. But, and this is cool, they're doing like like VIP style booth seating, if you will. So you get a table. If you got like three, three or four other friends, you guys can get a table for wh- whatever the price is. And it includes like a waiter and all this stuff. And, you know, and so it's like, that's kind of a cool ass option. That's really snazzy. I mean, I, like that. I still think it's not something. It's not something we do at Journey Pro. It's not our style of show. It's not our style. That's kind of cool. So, unfortunately, uh, schedule didn't work out. We had other things happening, and we couldn't make uh, Dynamic Wrestling Federation last month. Maybe November. We'll see. So the bad news is that if i'm correct here in what day it is that is the same day as full gear oh so so fortunate uh, and i'm on their i'm on their twitter here and on their website it says tickets go on sale but i don't see the i know i saw this that it was announced what the next date was and now i can't find it so I apologize here. We'll talk about that. I'll make sure I get my facts straight for Thursday's show. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to know more, sign up for their... Uh, go to dwfwrestling.com. Sign up for their newsletter. So there you go. Uh, there's also some shows coming up this weekend. So Impact, we're going to talk about in just a moment here. They have their Knockouts show is happening on Saturday night. Uh, already been taped, but it should be cool. I think it's like a ten dollar uh, fight TV jobber. So yeah. I'm gonna order it, of course. Yeah. I'm actually ordering two shows this weekend because GCW. There's the G. See, mm-hmm. GCW is having their next big pay per view weekend going on. So there's two shows. There's GCW Fight Club, which is on Friday, Saturday night, and then they have a Sunday show, GCW Aftermath. Ooh. The only Notable thing right now of Aftermath, from what I can see, is that they have Joey Janela going up against Minoru Suzuki. Ooh, that should be fun. Deathmatch? That would... Is it going to be a deathmatch? I do not know. I mean, that'd be a fun deathmatch. It does not say if it's a deathmatch or not. It just says Minoru Suzuki versus Joey Janela. I mean, sign me up either way. Uh, it's there now. the The Saturday show is their is their main is their main pay per view though for that. And woo wee. Okay, so first of all, the GCW Championship match is presented by Mick Foley. Mick Foley is going to be in attendance there because, well, of course, Why not? that makes all the sense in the world. It's happening in Atlantic City too, so GCW's backyard, right? the The main event is. Nick Gage versus John Moxley for the GCW championship. Let's fucking go. They've been dancing around this for months. Mm-hmm. I am ready for it. I'm not gonna lie. That match alone is reason to buy this 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 pay per view. That's yeah. How much is it? Part twenty seven bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, 
It's not bad at all. Fight TV. I think Fight TV is fantastic. If you guys haven't used them at all, you, you should. It's great. Actually, the 27 bucks is for the combo. If you want to do just the uh, fight night, it's 20 bucks. Interesting. Not bad at all. No. Not bad at all. All right. So, oh, if you are now, you get two hours on the Fight TV app. I'm going off topic here. Yes, so that is happening as the main event. Also, you got a bunch of other stuff. Marco Stunt's going to be there. Uh, you've got uh, Mercer versus Yoda, which oh, <laughs> that's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got uh, Alex Zane making his GCW debut or re-debut. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever done it before. I think it's his uh, he, He's going to be there. You've got uh, oh, there's other stuff that was on... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just seeing here. They they shouldn't... Inter One complaint I have about GCW. They don't have a website. They have a merch website. That's it. <laughs> so... To actually, you know, see what the card is, you gotta go on their Twitter or whatever, right? And they have them intermixed here, so I'm getting these matches all mixed up. Uh, like, Mercedes Martinez is gonna be there, but that's gonna be on Sunday. Okay. He's fighting Allie Catch. You've got Jimmy Lloyd facing Alex Cologne on Sunday at Aftermath. For Fight Club, the Saturday show, we've got Shane Mercer versus Yoya. You have uh, Alex Zane. You've got Moxie versus Gage. You've got Leo Rush making his GCW return. Hello. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you've got one of the most intriguing matches, I will say. is Matt Cardona versus Effie. Mm-hmm. Effie is putting up his newly won internet champion, Matt Cardona's homemade championship belt. Mm -hmm. He's putting up the internet championship against Matt Cardona's GCW career. Mm. Effie wins. Matt Cardona is never going to be allowed to wrestle in GCW again. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that just like, ooh? that's good so Effie's on fire although is he still the G the internet champion I mean he did sell it to Dan Housen. he sure did sell it to Dan Housen. I would assume so that's a great point I mean it is booked for Effie so it is what it is so, uh, if you've never watched GCW it's well worth it yes deathmatch stuff for sure but it's a lot more than that it's a it's a very fun promotion we, we went to there, a show it was great it was fantastic, and Jamie talked about you know the getting pat down, and you know the you know crowd was a little bit you know rougher than maybe well you, what you might see on the, on the reg, but not that bad at all. Yeah. Everybody there was really cool. Everybody was really yeah, cool. Yeah, we, we it was met a, a few nice. It people was a here. great time. Yeah. yeah. So all right, so that's happening this weekend. So in preparation, like I said, there's the impact has the knockouts knockdown this weekend. They had a show last week that was very good. Like Jamie said, only down a couple thousand people. So not bad, you know, not, you want to see them grow, but hey, not terrible, right? The show started off with a straight banger. So Josh Alexander is fully ca ca cashed in, no longer exhibition champion. It's up in the air. They're doing three triple threats over the next three weeks to determine the, the triple threat combatants for Bound for Glory. The first of those was this past week. And it was Alex Zane, who we just talked about, making his Impact debut, Trey Miguel, and Laredo fucking Kid. Let's go. Oh, man. This match opened the show, and my God. Here's my complaint about this match. If this was on Dynamite, this would have torn the roof off because of the flippy spinny shit going oh, on. Oh, yeah. 
Impact is at a disadvantage because of how they've been shooting. They're moving their, their production to Vegas after Bound for Glory, right? Mm-hmm. Thank God. Because it's just, there wasn't a lot of people in there. And there's like families and stuff too, uh, which is, I think is weird. You know, we have so few people. We have these kids in the front row and everything, which is fine. Mm-hmm. We got like a large crowd, but oh, it's just, they, they, they didn't really get as amped up. And if you went back and watched this match, which I have twice now, uh, it, it, it's amazing. It's like triple spots the whole time. The three of them are just going at each other. There was a standing shooting star senton. That's done by Alex Zane. I know. I can't even believe I'm saying those words. It's like, wow. So there's so much ridiculousness on this match. Uh, Trey McGill ended up getting the victory. He's he's a front runner, let's be honest, to be the exhibition. He's champion. my pick. I love me some Trey McGill. Well, you are giving it away. We are doing we are doing our belt championship this weekend. I'm making the belt, as a matter of mm. fact. So uh, we shall see. Ripping that out of Megan's claw. So, Matt Renwald ended a promo where he challenged Laredo Kid to a match next week. So, Laredo Kid's getting consistent booking action and impact. I love it. Yeah. So, it's good for him. He deserves it. I want to see El Vikingo somewhere, though. I want you to see El Vikingo. They, originally the, originally the main event was supposed to be a rematch, four-man, kind of like street fight with Sammy Callan, Eddie Edwards versus Moose and W. Morrissey. Mm-hmm. They shot that mostly and then reshot it because sammy broke like two legs in his bone in his ankle on a dive so they and i only know that our friend christine uh, is uh, at shining polaris on twitter hey christine um she was at the taping and she made mention of it that she's not going to show any video of it because not fair but you know just FYI, that's what happened. So they repackaged it. And it's well known, too. It's, it's re- repackaged that he got jumped backstage by Moose earlier in the day, right? So they did a little vignette, and they altered the match. It's just Morrissey versus Edwards in a street fight with Moose Bandit ringside. Whatever. You had... Uh, the next match was a number one contender match for the women's tag titles. The Influence... That would beat uh, Tennille Dashwood and Madison Rain versus Jordan Grace and um, oh. Rachel Ellering. And the influence won in very influence ways, right? They are... Here's my prediction. And I'm, I'm going to put my fancy booking hat on here, all right? Influence wins the tag team title. Women's, uh, women's knockouts tag team titles from Decay. Mm-hmm. At Bound for Glory, because that's when the match is. And they get... No, they. Sorry, they're fighting them at Knockouts Knockdown. Well, then, okay, shit. I thought they were, I thought that was for Bound for Glory. I was gonna say they win the titles, and then who shows up? But the influence, inspiration, inspiration. God, these fucking words are overlapping again. Son of a bitch. You know where I was going with this the whole time. I mean, earlier, okay. earlier you said Sammy Callahan broke two legs in his bone instead of two bones in his leg. <laughs> Just, just give me a shovel. I'll, 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 I'll do the work myself. Just give me the fucking shovel. All right. So anyway, they get a title shot. Uh, yeah, Christopher Daniels promo. Yeah, he's back. He, he founded this place. Blah blah blah. 
Good Brothers promo where they suggest uh, next week a, a tag team match. That tag team match will determine their opponent for Bound for Glory. Mm. That tag team match is going to be Finn Juice versus the Bullet Club. Oh. Now, the Bullet Club, in this sense, is some mix of Chris Bay Hakaleo and El Fantasmo. I don't know how long G1's going for, but if it's if it, I, I don't think it's gonna work because I'm like G1's like could, a but yeah, I was like it could potentially because it's the Bullet Club that could pull a swerve at Bound for Glory and bring in the Guerrillas of Destiny. But once again, I don't think this is gonna I don't think the time is gonna work out. Then you had Deanna Perrazzo show up at uh, Mickey James's farm, and the two of them just beat the shit out of each other. It was actually very, very entertaining. An old trope, a trope we, that apparently happened on WWE in a manner of speaking this past week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sure wasn't as good as this, though. It was entertaining. It was nice. They're setting up that thing real good. After that, you had some interesting stuff, okay? So... Next match was Madman Fulton versus the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Uh, Christopher Daniels looked good. Back to his old stuff. BME looked really crisp. He got the win. Right? Mm-hmm. And backstage, they kind of did this thing, you know, after commercial break. They did a couple little promos, you know. Giant Swinger still pissed off about, you know, them moving to Vegas because the legal casino is going to get busted, broken up, or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they did this thing with Ace Austin talking with Madman Fulton, uh, saying that the match was his to win, and they go to talk to Scott Demore, and he's upset, and he's going on with all this stuff about you know, you know, typical heel shit, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag heel shit. Um, so they set up a, a, a match next week where it's Christian Cage. And, and, and Josh Alexander versus Austin and Fulton. So I don't really get the point of the whole Christopher Daniels thing in the middle of this. It's like I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're going with that because Ace Austin feels like the big setup, right? I mean, him and Alexander have the big feud anyway, right? Yeah. That's how that's how Alexander won the X Division title. Alexander makes sense to be the one to take the belt off of Christian, and then you can set up Austin because that's his big feud, right? Yeah. I don't. It, this is all filler, but it was good to see Daniels back in there, and yeah, who knows, might be hanging around. The next part is where it got really interesting. So you had Viral by Design. They've been going this whole thing with Rhino because Eric Young blamed Rhino for them losing the tag titles. He'd been punishing him since, and then. Rhino's been out being conditioned or whatever. Um, so they bring out Rhino and they're asking for his decision. Is he going to do the right thing to stay in violent by design or not? You know, what way are you going to go? And then Heath Slater or Heath now, just Heath. Heath's music hits. He's Rhino's own tag team partner, right? Mm-hmm. He actually won the Call Your Shot uh, uh, tournament to, that they, Vired by Design used to get the tag titles. And he comes out and just starts swinging away at Vired by Design, right? Because mm-hmm. originally, Heath and, and Rhino had beef refuting against Vired by Design where Rhino turned and joined. And that's, how they, that's how they covered up Heath's injury. So he's back now, and 
Rhino's got a decision to make. Hmm. Hmm. Now, there's another title that's going to happen at Bound for Glory, and I don't know how I feel about this at all. It's called the Impact Digital Media Championship. It's There's an elimination tournament that's going on, and... The inaugural champion, I have this pulled up here because I want to read this. The inaugural champion, which will be primarily defended, which, which will which will be primarily defend through the promotions, digital, social media, and impact plus streaming service. So they're basically setting up, they're trying to get more people to sign up for their other ways to view their product other than Access TV. Yeah. And they're making a championship for that. Okay. So you're going to become the Impact DMC? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, just get a better TV deal, right? That's what I say. Anywho. Um, so next week, you got a cool, cool couple matches. You know, another, your, your, oh, yeah, notice, notable will be the X Division triple threat next week is Black Taurus, Steve Macklin, and Petey Williams. Fucking bangers! This Ooh, I, I see. <laughs> I see Steve Macklin getting the dub. I think Macklin will get the W as well. Um, yeah, I think it definitely be him. And I don't know who the other three people are going to be, but I don't know. I think Macklin's going to come out of that, and oof, it's going to be so. so you also got a six-man tag, by the way. Hikaleu, Chris Bay, and El Fantasmo versus Chris Saban and Finjuice. So Ooh. apparently they're not they're not doing Finjuice and Bullet Club yet for uh, that for that number one contender. But anywho, some good stuff happening next week. Now, the main event was Eddie Edwards versus W. Morrissey in a street fight. Yes, we've seen this match. Yes, we've seen it as a street fight. I know. Still was good, entertaining. Moose was banned from ringside, so you know what that meant. Moose, Moose, Moose showed up, right? Of course. <laughs> uh, but Alicia Edwards came out, kendo stick, uh, starts whacking away on Morrissey during it, and Eddie ends up getting the the pinfall. But of course, that leads to Moose attacking Edwards afterwards. She tries to help. Alicia does, but she gets shrugged off, and you know Moose demolishes him, and everybody's booing. But it just—that's kind of how they ended it, you know. They just keep going down, and basically they just beat the living shit out of Eddie Edwards after the match. It's time to move on. It really is. Yes, I think that they're trying to do as much as they can to preserve the main title picture. Which is why they're keeping Moose and Callahan, who's now injured, unfortunately, but they're keeping them busy and Morrissey because I think the next logical step is Morrissey and Moose. They they both don't like each other. They said that. They're not friends. Yeah. But them two going at each other is where you need to go. 100%. Oh, Let's get end up it's there. It's a good episode. It will end up there. Yeah. End up with that, but I think it's time. And I understand that you don't want to take away because you want to. This is the ascension of Josh Alexander. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's easy to pick who I'm picking for the main event, right? I think you guys, I think you and probably uh, Megan Three Belts is going to be the same way, not Four Belts. Uh, it's going to be the same way, you know. It's, it's going to be Alexander, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know. The overall, another good episode of uh, Impact. People, more people need to watch Impact. Go check them out on YouTube. Like I said a buck a month. Come on, people. One buck a month. 
no commercials too. It's great. I watched, I plowed through it. No time flat. Nice. Do you have any other little bit you want to attend to this week? I don't think so. I think uh, that's a lot of wrestling that we covered in just honestly a short amount of time. It is. I want to end with this. I do have one last little note for you. There is a wrestler who's apparently working with a new promotion. Tessa Blanchard. Woman of wrestling. You hear about Coming this? Back, yeah. He's going to be working with Woman of Wrestling. no one wants her <laughs> not aw not impact i know and okay i understand she's bully she has some racist borderline racist things going on there if she had a penis they'd already would have forgotten it mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying i'm not trying to defend her okay i'm not i don't think what she did was right i don't think she should be in aw i understand why she shouldn't be in impact but I feel like people crucifying her is a bit much. You know, it's like you can, you can, no, she got, she got several penance and several punishment, right? You know, we're going to, you know, but it's like, settle down, people. Like, she can work somewhere. All right. It's, it's okay. And one day she'll be welcome back. I mean, she, people have already forgot what Ric Flair did. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> They've already moved back. Yeah. Because they do, it's the, it's Ric Flair. But with Tessa, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. Tessa's young, um, and she's got this track record that's followed her everywhere she's went, and it's hard to break that, you know. And yes, she's getting crucified, but I, I am on the side of it's deservedly so, and it is going to take her a long time to change that perception. Okay. I don't see her in like, a what do you, large promotion for the next few years. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily see her for the next couple of years either. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's, to me, that's that's a fine line because does she deserve to be punished for what she what what her history has has been? Yes, she deserves. Yes, most definitely. You know, and it's kind of like, I remember we talked similarly about Eva Elise, who not nowhere near, I'm not trying to compare them as being in the same breath necessarily, mm-hmm. but Eva Elise, to your, to your point, has a bad reputation that follows her. Whether hers deserve it or not, I'm not getting into the politics of that. But, do they deserve it? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's pretty much a done deal that the major promotions aren't going to touch her, right? No time soon. Which I think is shocking that WWE is isn't doing. I really do as well, because if there's anyone who really doesn't give a shit, I mean, hell, um, you know, Ryder, or was it Jackson Ryder? Or what Jackson Riker. Right Riker. Jackson Riker's still employed nope, there. he's I gone mean, now. Shit. Oh, he is officially yeah, gone now? he's gone now. Oh. Thank God for that. But no, but he he wasn't for the longest time. It took him forever to get to cut ties with Schnitzky. Mm-hmm. Not Schnitzky. Um, um, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember dude's name, but uh, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. Schnitzky was uh, is, is a good brother. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry there, Doc Allis. That's not what I meant. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And, you know, I think that's my only argument is that I feel like. Yes, she should not be there. And I would not be excited to see her in AEW. But I feel like 
because she's a woman too, she's getting a lot worse of this brunt. Am I alone on this, people? Like, let me know. Because that's the way I feel. It's like, she started with uh, the women wrestling. Good for her. Cool. Start somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Work your way back up. That's what I feel. There are people who are just like, she should never be allowed in a wrestling ring ever again. And I go, okay, I, let's back I, the fuck I'm, up. Yeah, I'm not on that. Like, she needs to be canceled. I think she needs to start from scratch again, work her way up from the bottom, and prove to everybody if she she says she's she regrets it and she's changed. Well, now she's got the opportunity to start walking that walk instead of just talking that yeah. talk. I'm to prove it. So, yep, yep. Let us know what you guys think. Is she blackballed for you guys, or do you do you give her the give her the opportunity to work her way back up? Let us know what you think. Yeah. Or something other. I don't even want to know what that would be. Fair. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying watching your cat. I know. You, I see it, way. and it's pissing me off. Like, <laughs> I want you. Uh, like that's a leather ottoman. Okay. Well, let's let's wrap this up so you can go reprimand your cat. Yes. Um, we will be back on Thursday with our aw review like i said at the beginning of this show check us out next tuesday we will have an interview with the hallets it's going to be fantastic mm -hmm. uh definitely not one to let the kids listen to if you're trying to keep the the bad words out of their ears but uh, everybody loves them some hallets uh, if you love yourself somehow, let's head on over to our website, uh, totalspotfest.com. Get yourself your own heel shit shirt. We've already ordered ours. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yes, it's well worth it. And uh, give, us a, give us a comment. Give us a like. Let us know what you guys thought of everything. Uh, let us know, like I said, you know, who do you think is going to be that, uh, that, that, that mystery opponent on, on AEW this, this coming Wednesday. So that's what we got. We will see you next time. Jamie. Take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down Total Spot Fest, I have three words for you. Hashtag heel shit. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Peace.